catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Friday night, it's Hamilton at Montreal, and quite frankly, a case could be made for this to be Canada's game of the week. Hamilton hasn't won a game yet all year on the road. They're coming off a shellacking of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, so they're favored by two and a half at home Friday night. Montreal-Hamilton. Is that betting line something that you would be interested in? I'm going to take uh, no deal. I'm going to take Hamilton to really get something going here and win two in a row. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. It's the RP Show. It is a football Friday. Settle on in. I know that you've been looking forward to this all week long. And get ready to have some fun. Uh, RP here at the site of the game of the week in the National Football League. South Florida Dolphins getting ready to host the Bills in the biggest game of the week. And can't wait to preview that coming up in our Deal or No Deal. Let's bring in the Moose, Darren Moose DuPont. Uh, from the NHL's... Actually, no, you're not in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. You are in the City of Champions, Edmonton, and we'll tell our viewers in a second why you're there. I just heard the intro coming in, and it was about my new chiropractor, Dr. Cohen, down here, and I forgot (laughs) to tell you a story. How funny he is. How funny he is. I went for my x-rays yesterday. He's going to look at my neck a little more on Saturday. I I may have serious problems, or maybe they won't be serious at all. But he goes, Rod... Put your arms out and put your head back. How's that feel? And I said, I forgot to tell you this. I said, I just saw stars. I just saw stars. He goes, anybody I know? Oh, my like, God. This is my, this is my first appointment with this guy. And I got a comedy routine, too. So, anyways, that was, uh, that was Thursday. So, how are you doing? Tell, tell the viewers now before we jump into the football talk why you're in Edmonton and how it's going. Sure, it's the game of the week uh, up north. Um, you know, we've got a top 10 matchup again in the country. Uh, Alberta's ranked number nine. Saskatchewan's ranked number two in the nation. University football. So I'll be at the mic uh, tonight on the television broadcast. So that's where I'm, why I'm Love in Edmonton it. tonight. Love it. Okay, uh, Director Jordan, can you hit the quick six show horn, please? And we'll go. We'll go. It's, it's not entirely football here on the quick six show topics, but mo- most of it is. But there are some other things that I need to get to and off my chest before we delve full on into the gridiron. Number one, Jacoby Brissett threw two touchdown passes. Nick Chubb ran for a score, and the Cleveland Browns bounced back from their epic meltdown four days earlier to beat the rival Pittsburgh Steelers 29-17 on Thursday night football. The Browns built a nine-point lead early in the fourth on Chubb's one-yard run and held on from there. Uh, I'll get to more in a moment. The game was closer than what it looked, 29-17, because it came down to an onside kick 
after the game, the Browns head coach, Kevin Stefanski, was asked in his news conference, Coach, what were you uh, thinking on the onside kick when the ball was spinning around at the sidelines? Six full seconds he waited, and then Stefanski said, a lot. Which I think is hilarious. <laughs> Cleveland, Cleveland blew a 13-point lead in the final two minutes last Sunday and lost by a point to the New York Jets. I thought they were going to lose Thursday night because I thought they're the same old Browns. As a matter of fact, I didn't think they'd win a game without Deshaun Watson. So kudos to Cleveland for winning at home. They covered, and that's my take on the game for the most part. What's yours? Yeah, this is a, a real credit to Kevin Stefanski and what he's been able to do as a head coach. You got Jacoby Brissett, a quarterback who we don't have a lot of confidence in, but he managed the game okay. And Nick Chubb will do his thing, and that defense played okay. And, you know, Cleveland can kind of keep things on the rails a little bit. And who would have thought that it would be Cincinnati, the only team in that division without a win right now? You know, so, no, you know, kudos to Cleveland, kudos, kudos. I think they've got their coach right now. They showed a stat last night, all the 21 coaches that Cleveland's gone through. And um, in the same time, Pittsburgh's gone through three. So I think they've got a guy right now that they can stick with for a while. Uh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, I meant to say off the top, I was talking to my good friend, Kevin, who's now your new friend, Kevin, and he just yesterday on the phone, and he's, he's in Alberta, and he said that watching our show just makes him feel good, and I'm like, you know what, that's exactly what I want, that's the best compliment this show has got in a while, so thank you for that, Kevin, I hope everybody just feels good watching this show, because it feels good to be on this side of the screen, I also want to say, what they're talking about on Miami Sports Radio, aside from the Dolphins-Bills matchup, was what happened in Cleveland on Sunday where a fan in that epic meltdown to the Jets threw a plastic bottle at Browns owner Jimmy Haslam. They identified the guy. He's not been criminally charged, but he's been banned from Cleveland games forever, which probably doesn't sound like a punishment to me. But on Miami Sports Radio, the host, one of the hosts, I was howling driving listening to this guy. He goes, you're going to waste throwing a plastic bottle at the owner to be kicked out forever? If you're going to get kicked out forever, make it good. Make it a full beer. Make it a brick. And don't miss him. Like, run up right up to his suite and make sure you get him. So anyways, uh, it's different down here in America. I'll tell you, it's different. By the way, first, a word from our sponsor. Edo Japan, with more than 160 restaurants nationwide, Edo Japan is proud to be Canadian-owned and operated for more than 40 years. To the Canadian Football League, because this is the CFL's number one podcast, the numbers dictate as much. Friday Night Football, a case could be made that this game tonight is Canada's Game of the Week. Hello to all of our Eastern viewers. Let me hear from you on the text line, 902-518-3033, or in the YouTube chat. The Montreal Alouettes host the Hamilton Tiger Cats in CFL play. Hamilton's coming off one of the bigger upsets of the season, having defeated the league-leading Winnipeg Blue Bombers 48-31 in Dane Evans' return as quarterback. The Owls and Ticats met four weeks ago with Montreal taking that one 29-28. How about this one? The line I looked it up at Brett Bet Regal is 1.5. I'm like, come on, guys, said Bet Regal. Get off the fence. That's a hockey line. 1.5. It, I think it opened at 3.5. So they're calling a close game. And I, I think Hamilton's going to go in and win tonight. I can't wait to watch it. I'm going to be splitting my time between that and my niece's hockey game at Mercyhurst U.S. College Hockey. 
Sydney's playing tonight, and I'm going to an NCAA hockey game here tonight. But I got to catch some of this game, Darren. I think it's going to be a slobber knocker. It's going to be a great game. And, you know, if the line opened at three and a half and it's now one and a half, that tells me you're onto something and that the money is coming in on Hamilton. The line was big. Everybody's coming in on Hamilton. So the line shrinks to try and get some of that money in on Montreal. And you want it balanced. So I think, you know, one and a half, they're hoping that, you know, that's going to entice more people to take the Owls. At three and a half, they were taking Hamilton. So it tells you the the public as a, as a whole thinks this game's going to be within a field goal. So this might yeah. very much be the game of the weekend and the ga- Canada's game of the week. But I was taking Hamilton and deal or no deal, and I'm still going to take Hamilton. Our viewers are very smart. They're part of the family. They voted for the Calgary-BC game in Vancouver Saturday night as Canada's game of the week. But I, I just think this might be it. We'll see. We'll see. We got to watch to find out. First, a word from our sponsor. What's on at the movies this week with Landmark Cinemas? You should have seen my face when I saw Spider-Man? No Way Home. In theaters now for the first time in the cinematic history of Spider-Man. Our friendly neighborhood hero is unmasked and no longer able to separate his normal life from the high stakes of being a superhero. When he asks for help from Doctor Strange, the stakes become even more dangerous, forcing him to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. Oh, my spider senses are tingling. If you want to go, text movies right now to 902-518-3033 to be entered to win tickets and concession treats at Landmark Cinemas. Winners picked every week to go to the movie. Text us now. And this is my thing. This morning in the gym, I worked out at Orange Theory this morning. I was going around the gym. They said, Rod, how many times have you seen Top Gun? I'm like, three. Let's go again. I'm talking about the new one, Maverick. You've seen it at least four times, maybe five. But Spider-Man, here's my question to the viewers. Who's your favorite superhero? Who's your favorite superhero? If I could pick. 1A and 1B, it would be Batman and Spider-Man. But if you put a, a gun to my head, I would say Batman. He's just a little cooler, but they're both awesome. Viewers tell me, who's your favorite superhero? It's Batman for me, but I'll still be going to Spider-Man. Moose, you? Yeah, it's Batman for me, too. I was a huge Batman fan as a kid growing up. More than Superman or Spider-Man. But lately, as an adult, I was a fan of Iron Man. I liked Iron Man. I like Tony Stark. So that would be my adult one would be Iron Man. Yeah, a little after my time. But I love the Burt West, um, the original Joker and the Riddler mm. and all these guys just freak me the hell out every Saturday morning. And I'm just a Batman fan. But again, that's nothing against Spider-Man because he is cooler than the other side of the pillow. too. Okay, moving on with our CFL talk. Uh, number three. I'm loath to talk about this, but I see the story from 3downnation.com. Former Rough Rider Kenton Keith alleges racism in Saskatchewan and says the Rough Riders won't allow him to retire as a Rough Rider. So for the benefit of our viewers in the rectangle, where I'll, you know I think the majority of our viewers uh, reside, and that's just not just on television, but listening on the podcast, digital streaming, everything else. Kenton Keith was a Rough Rider running back. Uh, Played at New Mexico State. He's originally from Lincoln, Nebraska, I believe. He played with the Riders for all of 03 and parts of 04 to 06. And then he had NFL stints with the New York Jets and Indianapolis Colts and finished his career in 08-09. Good friend of mine, 
three things came to mind. Just like a Batman episode. Bing, bing, bing. One, two, three. Number one, it's a bye week in Saskatchewan. They're dreaming up things to talk about. Number two, Kenton alleges racism in Saskatchewan. (gasps) Not shocked, but there's racism everywhere. I've heard the N-word in South Florida. So I don't like that. I mean, it's Kenton's experience, but don't tell me Saskatchewan is any worse than anywhere else. It's everywhere, and it needs to be cleaned up. And number three, with the Rough Riders refusing to allow Kenton to retire as a Rough Rider, and that they won't put him into the Plaza of Honor, I guess. Um, from the article, he didn't play long enough to qualify. That's all bunk. He should go into the Plaza of Honor. I believe he's the third all-time rushing uh, leader in Saskatchewan history. All the top five receiving yards guys are in. So why don't you put Kenton Keith in? It's an unfortunate, my take on it is that it's the way the Rough Riders do business now. They put personal petty grudges against what's best for the franchise. And they've completely obliterated and ruined the Plaza of Honor. They've ruined it. This regime now, and it's not just one guy, it's a few guys. So uh, I knew Kenton very well. He was popular with some teammates, not popular with others. That's life. He deserves to go in. But because of a grudge being held a couple of decades later now, He's not going to go in. It's sad, but that's, Ryder fans deserve better, but that's what they get. That's what it is now. So that's my take on that. Do you have any on Kenton Keith's comments on radio and Sask this week? Well, just thinking about Kenton Keith, right? I mean, I grew up in that generation of, you know, when I was a kid, the Riders were really bad. But when my real football fandom took over, they got really good. And now they're bad again. But you know, when I think of the stars, Ken Keith is one of them. You know, over the course of a decade, you pick out a few names, you know, Durant and Fantuz and Dressler, and, you know, uh, Corey Sheets. And Kenton Keith is one of those guys who will go down as one of the greatest running backs in Saskatchewan Rough Riders history. So it just makes sense that he should be in the, in, in the plaza. Is it just take that much time that he's going to be long gone and a whole new regime is going to be in before they finally recognize it? But, uh, no, he's one of the greatest that's ever played with the Riders. But not in the Hall of Fame. And as our VP of Sim Events, Nelson Hackowitz, writes in and says, they cite his time here wasn't enough. That's just an excuse. That's a lie. It was enough to rack up the yards. The, right. 03, 04 to 06. They got Rhett Dawson in the Plaza of Honor. He only played two seasons. They make the rules up now as they go. So again, the fact that they say that, it means nothing to me. And I, I, I see that it's ignited quite a comment here from the viewers and so forth. Like Jack in Vulcan, Alberta says, Kenton Keith, Theron Flurry, it continues. Yeah, grudges, stigma, I guess. People just got to get over stuff, but they will never get over stuff. And, but I'm going to get over it and move on. A word from our sponsor. Dark Horse Bets is Woodbine's easy-to-use betting app that brings the excitement of live stream horse races to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available for Android and Apple devices. We're running up against it for time here, so I'm going to fly through these point four Canada West weekend. You just mentioned it. You're in Edmonton for the game of the week. The Sask Huskies, home to the Alberta Golden Bears. Sask 3-0, looking to go to 4-0 for the first time since 06. 
Regina Rams are at UBC also Friday night and on Saturday, winless Calgary Dinos at the one and two Manitoba Bisons. College football for the college football fans of which you and I are, and I think a lot of our viewers are. Your Michigan Wolverines are home to Maryland on Saturday. Uh, Wolverines favored by 17. My Alabama Crimson Tide home to Vanderbilt. The Tide favored by 41. And FAU, the team which plays just down the street from me, they're at Purdue. Purdue favored by 16.5 points. And uh, these, Tory Gurley straightened it out for me. I'm like, Tory, why do they have these matchups? He's like, well, Georgia and South Carolina, his alma mater, South Carolina, we're in the same conference. We got to play. It's like a 50-point differential. So what, thank God for betting. That's the reason you need to tune it in to see if they can cover or beat the spread. That's, that's what it is now in college football, I'm learning. So I got a lot, of, a lot of teams to follow on Saturday, but I'm going to FAU hockey tonight. Point five, the Toronto Blue Jays take on the Tampa Bay Rays in the second of a four-game series Friday night. Toronto fell 10-5 in the series opener on Thursday. And point six, just throwing this out here, NHL Saturday, Ottawa. Whoa. Just about knocked my water over. Watch these big elbows. Ottawa at Toronto and a pair of games. Split squat. Boston at Philly and the St. Louis Blues at Arizona. So that's what's happening in the National Hockey. My Florida Panthers don't get, they don't play a home game until Thursday, but I can't wait to be there. We are out of time for this. I've got more. We've got NFL Week 3 Deal or No Deal coming up next. Also on the way, Jay McNeil, the newest member of the Calgary Stampeders front office, formerly of their offensive line. Craig Smith, our director of scouting. And Mike Hogan, the voice of the Argo. It's a football Friday on the RP Show on Game Plus TV. Live streaming sports audio at rodpeterson.com. And on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is a football Friday here on the RP Show. And uh, let's bring in the moose now. I appreciate Phil Kershaw chiming in. He's watching all the way out of Victoria, B.C. His son, uh, son Mike, as you know, is a receivers coach at Rice University in Houston. He says the reason that schools like FAU and Rice play Power 5 schools is that they get large checks for those games that are played in the big school stadium, i.e. gate sharing, that finance their program. Thank you for that, Phil. I'm hearing a lot about these checks, but it still doesn't help them getting their butts whipped. I would think it's somewhat embarrassing. It's not a lot of fun to watch. 
Um, yeah, here we go. He says, we, he's referring to Rice, played USC at the Coliseum, drew almost 70,000 fans. That's the deal. That was in L.A. a couple of weeks ago. By the way, some people are writing in wanting to talk about the Western Hockey League opening tonight. Guys, and they're like, I know it's football Friday, but it's like the guy from Winnipeg, Randy from Winnipeg here yesterday. He's like, oh, you're talking hockey? I'm out. I'll come back Friday for football Friday. Bye. Have a great day, y'all. When, do you, when are they, when are they going to get that we'll decide what we talk about? I don't, I don't, I don't understand. If I emailed ESPN and said, can you, can you talk about the NHL preseason opening this weekend? They would laugh at me. If I walked into the Golden Corral and said, you know, I'm not real satisfied with what you have on the buffet today. Could you add this? Like you said, there's the freaking door. But if you don't like it, there's the door. So I'm saying, guys, if you don't want football Friday, there's the door. So we're going to play deal or no deal, NFL, NFL version for our exclusive betting partner, betregal.ca. I love them. Are you ready? Did I just hear you crack yes. your knuckles? You know that this is the time that we do it every week. Okay. And you did pretty good last week, Moose. Nobody's perfect. Uh, <laughs> that's why they call it gambling. <laughs> yes. Uh, number one, New Orleans at Carolina. On the road, the Saints are 2.5-point favorites, deal or no deal. I'll take the deal. I'll take the Saints on the road into Carolina. I just there's not something's not right with the Panthers. I won't. Baker's got to win one, and the Saints aren't that good. Houston at the Chicago Bears. The Bears favored by two point five at Soldier Field. Deal or no deal? It's at home. I'll take the Bears at home. Less than a field goal. Yeah, all day. Ideal for both of us. The Kansas City Chiefs at the Indianapolis Colts. The Chiefs favored by five point five. Deal or no deal? Deal. Yeah, I'll take the deal. I don't something again, I will, something's not I, right in Indy. I will too. Does Frank Wright get fired if they lose this game, Nicole? No, I don't think so yet. I think okay. I think they have a little more patience with him. The game of week three is here in Miami. That's why I'm wearing the Dolphins shirt today. The Bills at the Dolphins, Buffalo favored by five point five. Deal or no deal. I have to take the deal, Rod. I mean I saw what Buffalo did on Monday night and what they've done. They're, they're, uh, they're in muscle flexing territory right now. I think they win it outright. I'm going to not take the deal. I'm going to take the Dolphins, not necessarily to win the football game, but to beat the spread anyways. And they're so excited here. This team has been bad for so long. Literally, it's all anybody's talking about from the moment they get up to the moment they go to bed. It's like hockey in Alberta or the Riders in Saskatchewan, or the Leafs in Toronto, or the Habs in Montreal. It's the Dolphins in Miami, and they finally have a good team. Detroit at Minnesota. It's the Lions' first road game. Vikings favored by six. Deal or no deal? No deal. I think, uh, you know, I like the Vikings at home to win the football game, but I think uh, Detroit is a better team than we're giving them credit for, and and the, the odds makers aren't giving them credit either yet. No, uh, no deal for me either. I, I'm with you. Baltimore at the New England Patriots. The Ravens coming off the humiliating home loss to the Dolphins last week. Ravens favored by 2.5 on the road. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal on the road um, for Baltimore. It still doesn't take away what Lamar Jackson did last week. So I think he continues to stay hot and Baltimore will roll. I will take the deal as well. Cincinnati Bengals looking for their first win. They're at the New York Giants and the Bengals are favored by six. Deal or no deal? No deal. I think Bengals will win. Giants will keep this close. 
Um, I will take the deal. I'll take the bet. The Las Vegas Raiders, shockingly, favored by two at Tennessee. Two shockingly winless teams in the AFC, Moose. Raiders by two in Nashville. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal. It pains me to say it, but I'll take the deal. You look at who's got a bigger ceiling right now. It feels like it's the Raiders. They've got a really high ceiling, and something's wrong in Tennessee. Do we know what it is yet? We don't. That's scary. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> right? Is it? Oh, I could go on about that. We'll talk about that when we're done, deal or no deal. Remind me of Brock Taylor. Okay. Philadelphia at Washington, the Eagles favored by 6.5. On the road, deal or no deal? Deal. Yeah, I know, me too. The Eagles might be the best team in the NFC, and it makes me want to puke. Jacksonville Jaguars at the LA Chargers. The Chargers are favored by seven at SoFi. Deal or no deal? No deal. Something about the Jags, man. I mean, they've got this quiet little confidence going early on with Trevor Lawrence. Chargers are going to win this football game, but I think they'll keep it close. And uh, Justin Herbert playing hurt. Los Angeles Rams at Arizona. The Rams favored by 3.5. Cardinals coming off that stunning comeback win in Vegas. Rams 3.5 favorites at Arizona. Deal or no deal? Um, I'll still take the deal, though. I think uh, L.A. will win this football game. I'll take it as well. Our Atlanta Falcons, where they love us on 99.1 FM WQED. We are your number one source of Falcons information. And we are. Where's our big voice guy? Rick Regan, the official, unofficial voice of the Atlanta Falcons, WQEE. We won't have the call of the Falcons at Seattle on Sunday, where the Seahawks are favored by one. Deal or no deal? Um, I'm taking the Falcons, man. I'm going to take the Falcons. Nice. They're, they're close, and this is the week they get over the hump. Beautiful. Green Bay at Tampa Bay. Some say America's game of the week. It probably is. The Bucks are favored by one. Deal or no deal? You got a deal there all day. Yeah, I think they'll roll. Me too. We're getting they to the end. The San, Francisco. Year, but... San Francisco at Denver. The 49ers are favored by 1.5. I like that game too. They, they're at, they've got it figured out with Jimmy G at quarterback. That's how the 49ers will win now. And Dallas at the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. The Giants are favored by one at the Meadowlands. I got a bet on this one with my guy Chris Sanford from the gym. This morning we made the bet, Chris, from Albany, New York, where the Giants haven't been 2-0 in 12 years. I said, you'll be buying me lunch. He didn't like that. He gave me a death stare. They take their football very seriously down here, Moose. Giants by one at home over the Dallas Cowboys. Deal or no deal? You know I'm high on the Giants this year, but Cooper Rush has some magic, man. I'll take the Cowboys. Uh, Me too. So no deal. Folks, download the app from Bet Regal, and you can play Deal or No Deal with us. Sign up and play for free at the Play Sportsbook. Uh, Play free sportsbook. Bet Regal is the official sportsbook of the RP show and this football Friday. So our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, by the way, I don't know why our COO, Lee Genier, is fixated on this story. For a few weeks, he's brought up, can we ask this question? Will Tom Brady finish the season given his off-field troubles? 
And we now know what those all are, unfortunately, because of the scum-sucking entertainment media that Tom and Giselle aren't living together anymore. And I, <laughs> last I checked here, over 70% on Twitter are saying, yeah, Tom will finish the season. For anybody that's been through something like this, which I have, well, you haven't been through a divorce, Darren, but you've been through breakups. We all have as human beings. I, I don't know. When I'm on the air, when Tom's on that field, when a hockey player's on that ice, you aren't thinking about the problems, or at least I never was. So for that reason, I'm voting, yeah, he finishes this season, and the Bucks are 2-0. and Tom's having a fine season. But maybe, maybe I'm not right. What are you voting on that? Tom finishes the season. You know, I think you're right. Like, when you're in the game, you're not thinking about that. It, but it's the time between games. It's the time between where your mind gets lost into all those other distractions. And then, you know, the film study is not as, as intense. And you're not, you know, putting as much focus into your workouts and practice and nutrition and all those other things, you know, to keep your stress down and keep everything level. But when I think about Tom Brady and the competitor that he is, look it. If he was going to not finish the season, he wouldn't have started the season. You know, he's not going to go through all of this, have the relationship issues, play a few games, and then just quit because the season will be ruined. The relationship will be damaged anyways, and it's a lose-lose situation. So I think if he was ever going to walk away, he would never have came back to play football. He'll finish. You've got 23 hours to vote on that, folks. Rod Squad. Uh, by the way, the number to reach us, 902-518-3033. We're flying. So far today, we have discussed CFL, NFL, college football, and Canada West. We did it. Aren't we great? And you mentioned earlier uh, about the Titans, and you don't know what's wrong with them. It's not your job to know what's wrong with them. You're a fan. But it reminds me of Brock Sunderland calling that news conference at midfield, I think, with the Edmonton Elks last year when they were 0-11 or whatever. And he's like, we have no idea what the problem is with our team. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but I'm like, no spit, you don't know. But if you don't know, who does? It's your job to know. I feel like that news conference got Brock Sunderland fired, which incidentally, I don't think he's working for anybody. And from what I hear from the insiders, it's going to be a while before he does. Jamie Elizondo, the head coach, who I just think got caught up in a bad situation, is he's the offensive coordinator with San Antonio, I believe, with the, the team that Corey Chamberlain got hired by. But if your team's losing and sucks, God knows you've been through it because you're a Leaf fan. Do you not at least want to know that the people running the show know the reason why? And they're fixing it? Like Mike Vrabel, you trust Mike Vrabel, right? Yes, very much so. Yeah. You know, and yeah, you got to trust the people in power. And I believe Mike Vrabel knows what's wrong with the Tennessee Titans and will work behind the scenes to fix it. But like to walk into the doctor's office and be like, I feel bad. This is hurting. That's hurt. And then the doctor says, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, what are you supposed to do? That doesn't inspire any confidence. That doesn't inspire any leadership. You're in trouble. I've had it. I've had it happen, by the way. I'm like, if you don't know what the hell am I doing in here? A few times I have had that happen with doctors. Anyways, from our viewer, Joe Lazito. He's watching on Long Island. He says, hey, everyone, taking a quick break from work to pop in. Have a great day and go, Bill. Boo! Down with you, Joe. Down with a Bill. Stephen Lillick on YouTube. As a Jags fan, I got to give Darren props for that. That they won't get killed at the Chargers. 
from from Vancouver Electric Football Network. He says Tom Brady will be fine. Look at that Tampa defense. From Nelson, our VP of Sim Events. He says, if anything, if anything, these Tom Brady issues are why he came back to play football. Mm, I think because he came back, that's where the issues started. That's the sense that I and from John in Edmonton, he says, since it's football Friday, what do the Edmonton Elks have to do to win at home? They can win on the road, but not at home. Um, let's push that to our two, if you don't mind, when our director of scouting, Craig Smith, comes in. Uh, Moose, this has been fun. As always, far too fast. You have a great call tonight on Canada West TV. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great weekend, everybody. All right. A sports update before we break and bring in Jay McNeil. Ottawa Senators forward Drake Batherson told reporters Thursday that he is cooperating with investigations into allegations of sexual assault involving players from the 2018 Canadian World Junior Team. The 24-year-old spoke to media as the Sens opened training camp. Batherson and Sens forward Alex Formanton were both members of that team. Day three of the Points Bet Invitational Curling event put on by Curling Canada gets going in Fredericton Friday. The women's draw begins. In the morning, featuring matchups between Kerry Anerson and Kelsey Rock, as well as Jennifer Jones against Selena Sturme. The men's draw takes place in the afternoon as top seed Brad Gushu goes head-to-head with John Epping and Brendan Botcher takes on Colton Flash. Canada's Taylor Pendrith and Corey Connors will be paired together in Friday's final match at the President's Cup Golf Tournament. The duo is currently competing for the international team in Charlotte, North Carolina, where the U.S. took a 4-1 lead. In the opening round of play Thursday, this sports update for Edo Japan with more than 160 restaurants Canada wide. Edo Japan's proud to be Canadian owned and operated for more than 40 years. We're going to Calgary next. It's a football Friday. The Rod Peterson show is aired on Game Plus television. We're live streaming at rodpeterson.com at your favorite podcast platform, of course, and on WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's a football Friday on the RP Show on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, and your favorite podcast platform. Talking ball, and I was pleased. I was pleased to see this come across the newswire this week that Jay McNeil has joined the Calgary Stampeders in charge of business operations. Any CFL fan, shoot, pro football fan knows the name. If my math's correct, 14 seasons, all with the Calgary Stampeders. Six-time All-Star. He's from London, Ontario, and he joins us today. Jay, I appreciate the time. I love these interviews to talk with the alum and see what they've been up to since they retired and what led you back to the Calgary Stampeders. Maybe I'll start there, Jay. Congratulations on the post and ask you, how did this come about? 
Well, first of all, thank you very much, and thank you for having me on today. Um, <clears throat> you know, it, this was, I was meeting with the Stampeders for uh, another um uh, just another initiative we were we were talking about, and uh, sort of what our our conversation evolved uh, and talked about uh, you know where do the Stampeders need to go? And next thing you know, we were talking about a potential job, and uh, you know then I was starting to meet with John Huffnagel and, and John Bean with uh, with CSEC, and and uh, a few days later I had a job offer. So it was uh, it, it was I can't tell you how much how excited I am for this opportunity. It's it's like a, it's like I'm coming home and it's a dream come true. Well, I got to say this, man. Well, and again, congratulations. I can tell by the smile on your face. From 94 to 07, there was some real highs in there and some real lows. We can literally say you've seen it all, man. Like you're perfectly <laughs> positioned for this job, I would think. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, from a football perspective, I really did see some of the best <laughs> uh, the CFL has ever seen. <laughs> and I've also seen some of the worst and, exp- and lived through it all. So it's uh, hopefully I've, I've learned, uh, you know, what to do and what not to do. And I certainly, you know, from a leadership perspective, I, I've seen some of the best and some of the worst. And I try to incorporate both of those uh, into my leadership style. What's your official title going to be, Jay, with the club? It's going to be Vice President of Business Operations. Ooh, it's a big, it's a big job. So what are you, what are you going to be doing? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's about generating revenue, getting people in, into the seats uh, and, and then leading the team uh, from that perspective. So you've got football operations, which, you know, Dave and Huff, you know, they do a great job and, you know, the product on the field is fantastic. And then, so this will be everything that's off of the field. Uh, I got to tell you this. I have this with me here. Uh, in South Florida, just so you know, I don't didn't just bring it on for you. I use it every <laughs> single day. I bought that at the stamp store, so I'm excited to help with whatever the CFL needs moving forward. Because let's be honest, coming out of COVID, I had my doubts the CFL would even last, and I don't know what it's going to take to kill this league. Hopefully, nothing, <laughs> but it's not rolling to the degree people would like. What 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 is the challenges, Jay, that the league and the stamps are facing? You know, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Coming out of COVID, it's been a, a real challenge for the league. And I think many people felt the same way you did. You know, is, is the league going to survive this? And fortunately, so far, it has. Um, but we do need to, and I, and I can speak specifically for Calgary because I've been to all the games this year and, and, and watched the team. But I think it's this is something that's uh, epidemic across the league with maybe the exception of Winnipeg because they seem to be having quite a bit of success off the field as well but it's creating that relevance again and you know I was I was a part of the Stampeder team in the 90s which we should have won a lot more great cups but we had 30,000 people in our in our uh, stadium for every single game uh, and it was an exciting uh, you know place to be people wanted to be there and it seems that that enthusiasm is lacking and then hopefully that's uh, what we're going to be working on is creating that relevance and that enthusiasm for the team again well i swear a lot of smart people haven't been able to figure out where it went and by the way uh, as you probably know i called rough rider games for 20 years a lot of games that you were in bc place 55,000 commonwealth 55,000 winnipeg sold out all the time Eastern Canada, great crowds there too. And right now they're not there. I mean, is this, have you put your finger on what needs to change or how that changed? Or is that kind of what's in front of you here? I, for the most part, that's what's in, in front of me. But, you know, we have talked about it. And, you know, in talking with alumni, being at games and those sorts of things, these are things that we talk about all the time. And, you know, and it's about 
you know, getting back to grassroots, getting children excited about the game of football, the CFL, and then the Calgary Stampeders. So uh, it is going to be a all hands on deck, you know, in Calgary, but also across the league. So it's, we're, you know, every team is experiencing this. And so there's a lot of work ahead of us. Yeah, well, like I said, here to help and would love to be part of it. Um, I have to ask you about McMahon Stadium. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean... As you probably know, we spent 17 weeks in Calgary this spring and summer. Loved every second of it, but it came up every day. Saddledome, obviously, and McMahon, too. How much does that hinder what you're going to be trying to do here with a football franchise? It is certainly a challenge. Uh, and it's one, since uh, you know, my posting has been announced on Wednesday, it's the number one comment I've received from everybody. I get well wishes, mm. and then the next day followed up with, when are we getting in a stadium? And so, you know, we're very aware of the fan sentiment. We're very aware of the challenges that the stadium provides, and we're working through that. So, you know, we've talked about it through the recruiting process, um, you know, and sort of what's next at a very high level. And so still, you know, again, that's in front of me and things we're going to work on. Um, But we are aware of those challenges and we're going to do everything we can to help overcome them until, you know, knock on wood that we do get a new stadium at some point. Well, and I, and I, well, right. I don't think it's a matter of if, it's a matter of when. But would you agree with me that McMahon's a pretty cool place? Even as the rider guy, I love going in there. I think it's a fantastic stadium. It is behind times, there's no doubt. But uh, I think you can still play ball there and have a good time. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I feel it in hearing from fans and, and from, you know, my ex-teammates and sitting in the seat watching a game, it's a great place to watch a football game. It's everything that goes with it, the concourse, mm-hmm. the facilities, the, you know, the, everything in that case. So those are the things that we have to work on. Yeah, we well, got great parking, you got great tailgating and shoot, you got a pretty good team. That, that, that's where I'll end this. I mean, I'm good friends with a lot of your good friends. George Cortez is one and George, I talk to him all the time. He's sitting in Houston. He's like, right, the Stamps fans have been spoiled. And I'm like, yes, they have. Yes, they have. What do you say about that? That's not the team's fault, Jay. It is. When you look at it, I mean, we've had an unbelievable team since 2005. uh, And that success speaks for itself and should generate that enthusiasm. You would hope it would. And so obviously there's a bigger issue there that that we have to address. Well, Jay, I will let you go. Uh, Congratulations again. Looking forward to hopefully working with you. We'll be back in Calgary next month and uh, enjoy it. I think this is a perfect, perfect fit. Awesome, Rod. I thank you very much. I really appreciate that and appreciate you having me on. Have a great weekend. Jay McNeil, the Vice President Football Operations of the Calgary Stampeders. We'll be back with a viewer takeover. And I want to tell you, coming up in hour two, Craig Smith, our director of scouting, he can talk NFL, CFL, U.S. college football, Canada West. He was so popular last time, we're bringing him back. And the voice of the Argos as well as they go into Ottawa this weekend. It is a football Friday. The RP shows on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, live streaming at rodpeterson.com, and on your home of Southern Sports and Talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Another crappy day in South Florida, as you can see. Oh, 
Dolphins Bills Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern. It's the game of the week. And uh, we'll be talking about it more next hour with our director of scouting, Craig Smith. Listen, we've received word that the YouTube feed is down coming out of the Millennium Falcon, but we are still live on Game Plus television across all 10 provinces in Canada and 31 U.S. states, including this beautiful state of Florida. Also, Texas, California, all over New York. So I'd like to hear from you. In this segment that we call Viewer Takeover, 902. 902- 518-3033. Um, from Craig in Manning, Alberta, if I may, the home of Kyle Calder, former Regina Pats forward and longtime NHLer with the Chicago Blackhawks, good friend of mine, or was, haven't talked to him for a while. Craig in Manning, Alberta says, uh, regarding our poll question, will Tom Brady finish the season? Given his off-field problems, Craig and Manning, Alberta says, of course he'll finish this season. Football is the only thing he knows. I have no idea how his season will go, but I'm sure he'll finish it. Thank you, Craig, for chiming in. I appreciate that. I'm with you. And um, as I say, I think part of the reason why people like this show is we're real here. Um, If you don't know me, you feel like you know me. What Tom's going through, I've been through. And frankly, when you get to work, it's the only time you don't think about your problem. So yeah, I don't think there's any question. But for some reason, our COO, Lee Genier, has just been hammering on us to ask this question for the past few weeks. And finally today, I'm like, okay, fine. I think it's a silly question, to be honest. For two reasons. One, I don't like everybody digging into Tom's personal life, and I can't stand the argument, well, he's a, he's a public person, so that goes with it. Doesn't make it right at all. Probably the fact that he makes $25 million a year doesn't hurt. Makes it a little easier, but it still sucks for him. Look what they're going through. And if you haven't been through that, then you wouldn't know what I'm talking about or what Tom's going through. But for the whole world to see it is, is unfortunate. The whole situation's unfortunate. Regarding this weekend's Tom Brady... Uh, Aaron Rodgers matchup, Green Bay versus Tampa, which the Bucs are favored by one at Raymond James Stadium. Arlen Bruce the third's writing in. AB says, did you know Tom Brady is 10-2 and two versus Aaron Rodgers all time? I did not, AB. Oh, Tom Brady all time 10-2 versus Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes in the last four seasons. That's the thing. You get Tom mad, that's not good. And it's, I think it, Giselle aside, on the football field, if you get Tom mad, that's not good. We don't know what he's like personally. But remember at the start of the pandemic when he played in the match and it aired on headline news? And who was it, folks? Tell me. It was Tom Brady and Tiger Woods versus Peyton Manning and Phil Mickelson. It was unbelievable. And Tom was so bad. On the course, everybody was laughing at him. I was laughing at him. Not fun to be laughed at, folks. Tom got pissed. Charles Barkley was doing color on that broadcast. He was laughing at Tom, which Tom heard. He went into Depcon mode and jarred a 175-foot approach shot. Jarred it. Shot of the day. Tom Brady, don't piss him off. I'm not talking about his familial issues. I'm talking about just Tom as a competitor. I'm cheering for Tom Brady. I'm cheering for Giselle too. 
Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play. I appreciate all those all those of you informing me that the YouTube is down. I can't do anything about it. Okay? Okay? Steven, watching in North Dakota. He says, greetings and hallucination. Canadian curling has returned, setting hair on fire. Time to sweep the rock ratings. I don't even know what that means. But I'm putting in the points bet invitational results because of our lovely association with Curling Canada and our affection for them. Craig Smith next hour and Mike Hogan, the voice of the Argos. Come join us on Game Plus TV. If your YouTube's down, we'll be right back after this break, y'all, on a football front. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.